Hello. 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 This is Samuel Harbaugh and go all. Welcome to the next episode, uh, season three, episode three. And introduction. Yeah. This is the. Hang on. Welcome to my podcast. This is the Theory of a Misspelled Madman podcast. Uh, I might have got my own title wrong, not to mention I made it purposely long. And I didn't even come up with a good acronym for it either, so whoopsie. (laughs) Uh, Theory of a Madman is... The title itself is, I'll get that in the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, guys. I'm Sam, Samuel, Kill Hall, and Hallball. Some people might have asked the question, where the hell did my name come from? Well, there's a band called Theory of a Dead Man. And I thought I should do a similar thing just mainly because I like the name but I also came up before I actually found their band and said oh I'm going to be Theory of a Madman and because I always misspelled things like autocorrecting does half the time I put Theories of a Mad Theories of or Theories by a misspelled madman something like that. I can't remember the exact title I came up with right now. But that's the most that's the majority of it. I honestly should change the title to Theory of a Misspelled Madman is what I should do. (laughs) But I haven't done that. Uh, Mainly because I'm lazy and I haven't thought of anything else. Um it's still going to be the same thing as always. Um, yeah. uh, some update for you guys. Uh, sorry I haven't posted in, I think, maybe the past two weeks. It's not just a week. Um, it's going to be sporadic. Mainly because I have really hardly nothing really to talk about, even though I should just start it and just start rambling like I'm supposed to and I can get more and more in depth and stuff and talk about topics and stuff like that going on uh, I need an editor it's the biggest thing uh, another problem I'm having is uh, this sexy little model of my, uh, that I am talking with Clearly, this is a fucking scam, but I can't learn my damn lesson because I am falling for it. Uh, mainly because I am lonely and I'm an asshole and I'm stupid and I'm gullible as hell. Um, it looks like legit. It may just be a damn fucking scam because that's how it started looking to start with anyway. 
and um, I honestly just should just stop completely. real human I am going to meet on my birthday February 18th um, and uh, I'm going to be 29 middle age fuck family history nobody in my family lives past 80 <laughs> so as I as soon as I reach 40 I'm literally over the hill yeah, you know how people always say 50's over the hill, uh, you're going downhill at 50 and stuff? No, 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 no. I'm going downhill at 40. Because uh, that's my family history. Uh, and that's also because I'm damn lazy as hell and not doing what I need to be doing to take care of my body in the sense of muscles and stuff like I'm supposed to be doing at this moment. Um, it also helps if I have my credit card fully cleaned off in the sense of debt, but also if I can um, strictly make that, strictly make my credit card only for subscriptions purely, and then pay it off completely also. Um, but right now, I'm not doing that. I have nothing going on to the card, and because I changed the numbers, and also the uh, I'm slowly paying it off through automated payment. Ugh. And I thank God I got it on, I got things on automatic payment. But the problem is, I don't have two car insurance and power bill. I don't have those things. The most important things I do not have on automatic payment. And I have to make sure they get paid. No, I don't have, I don't have more things on, on, on my payment like I'm supposed to be having in the sense that I gotta make sure that they're all linked to a specific account in my checking account and I gotta make sure I have money automatically going into that account before the day before everything uh, hits off and stuff and then after the day after everything gets taken out see what the damage is if and uh, make sure nothing balanced um, that would be great that would be the best thing ever but no I haven't done any of that I'm just a full hard idiot who didn't plan any of that mm. oh, not to mention I honestly just needs to not deal with too much of Too many subscriptions. I honestly just need to let go by the wayside. But the main ones right now that I need to keep up is HBO Max, Netflix, Funimation, Crunchyroll, and YouTube. Amazon.
Yeah, that's basically it. Those are the only ones I need. That's six in total. And Amazon, Crunchyroll, Funimation, HBO Max, all have a yearly subscription. So that's four taken away at the beginning of the year. I don't have to worry about for the rest of the year. And out of the... That leaves only with uh, YouTube. Who does not have a yearly subscription yet. And only has a strictly monthly thing. Which is a pain in the ass because it's monthly. That is the only one I'm going to have to worry about. And that's about... Oh, and Netflix. Sorry. Two. So... So technically I had seven? Let me redo that. Okay. Funimation, Crunchyroll, Amazon, that's three. HBO Max, that's four. All have yearly subscriptions. Then I also have Netflix and YouTube for monthly subscriptions only. What's the net? What's the other one? Yeah, it's six, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, my ass would be right. Four out, of, four out of six is yearly. You don't have to worry about it. It's two of them. I'm so glad I have two other bank accounts that I'm saving money up for, saving money up with right now. <laughs> they're all, they're my only saving grace right now whenever it comes to strictly bills. They are literally the only saving grace I have when it comes strictly to bills. I, I am a moron.
sorry for the silence. Sorry for breaking the silence. Um, the other thing that I have been doing, uh, what's it? What's this thing called? Destiny Two, uh, the one before the new one, which is I forgot what it's called exactly. Whatever the season is right now at this moment, that's not the Witch Queen. Uh, with Salvatoon, the one before that, that's the one uh, date of recording right now. Uh, I just got the seal Tuesday for that one. I'm slightly working on uh, the 30th anniversary one right now. Also working on getting all the calluses, cal uh, the upgrades for the exotics before. Uh, at least the ones that I have, like, finishing them off before, uh, um, at least getting my exotic quests done, which would help me a lot. Uh, let's see, uh, yeah. Majority of them are crucible stuff, but I got only got... I'm almost done with them. I only got two more exotic quests I have to do for Crucible. The other one, the other one of the last one, last two I need to do. One of them's a raid, and the other one is doing nothing but a crap ton of gambits. do need to sit down and just go over my freaking list with you guys of, of what I've caught up on and two of them I think I already mentioned on here or three of them have actually their stories have fully finished you know, four of them is fully stories their stories have fully finished and I have forgotten to remove them from my list I removed one of them I know I've removed at least two if not three of them I never, let's just removed one of them earlier. And so epic. That was fun. I'm, I am reading the Deadbeat Noble. I'm reading the 13th Celestial. I'm, and I am going over um, other Adamangas and stuff, and Manwas. Um, I came across the 13th one by pure accident in the sense it was just having it in my feet. Like, oh, let's take a look at this. Our style of splash space looks interesting. I started reading it and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And like, oh, oh, so I got to a point where I was like, this looks very similar to, to uh, Soul Leopard. I'm not noticing that the same production artists and translators are from the exact same company 
and it's the it's literally he's work after the thing. So eventually, I was like, uh, let's go back to solo. Let's let's finish it up. Let's get, get let's get caught up. I get caught up. I'm at the end of it. I'm like, what? The end? What? And I'm like, ah, oh, can't you just do a little extra epilogues or something? <coughs> And, uh, and, uh, let's see, what else was it? Um, the, uh, uh, Chapter five or something, and I just stopped reading, and it, 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 I couldn't find it on the pages. I wanted to continue it or something, and it just—I just never finished catching up or whatever. There's two of them right now. I'm, I'm putting them on a hot, big hiatus because one's the zombie, uh, the zombie one, which is the guy with. The multiple girls that are also zombies that are also his harem wives and then the other one which is this slightly isekai looking kid who's being dominated by his demon wife because it's not actually his technical wife he just calls her his wife because that's the situation they got he put them in uh, which is a lot better than saying that oh she's my sister and um and ironically strange, he looks a lot like uh, one of the side characters' brother. Like, strangely shocking. Not shocking in the sense of the audience member, but shocking nonetheless in the sense of like, what? But, but right now, the zombie one just got to me. It's gotten to a lull for me in the sense of like, too much repetitive. I don't really want to get into the extra politics shit with this one. It's not really that interesting. Not enough action going on. If there is, it's it's like the it's it's not drawn either more interesting or the plot's just like eh, kind of on me. And um, the other one is uh, uh, what was the other one I said? Uh, the guy with the with mate they basically made because uh, it's called uh, my wife is the demon queen or something like that. Get summoned by the demon queen and she and all that stuff. That one, the writing is amazing. The storytelling is awesome. 
he's it's got some great character developments and or somewhat character developments and some great plots. But oh my fucking gosh, the bad guys. I fucking hate the bad guys. Not in the sense of like they're bad bad guys in the sense like they're poorly written and stuff. But in the sense of they are so believably a bad guy in the sense of every word of like the characteristics of a fucking dictator trying to take over power and Oh my fucking gosh, this... Oh, I fucking hate this bastard. That's the reason I stopped that one. Just mainly because I couldn't stand the evil... I couldn't stand the evil character anymore. And, um... I, I got basically cold feet with the story because of it. Other, other than that, it, it was a great... It was a great read. The art, the art was great. The story was great, or somewhat great. It got to a slight low point too, so but I still couldn't stand the bad guy in it. In the sense, of, I just hated his guts so much. I wanted a character to stab at him because he basically killed the father figure on purpose and obviously on purpose about. Okay, guys, uh, I'm recording this a couple of days after I just recorded that that last session. Uh, what happened was my father came in to drop off uh, some clothes and stuff uh, because my wash machine's non-existent because it broke and I haven't bothered to get a new one yet. Uh, he, and unpromptedly, Unpromptedly gave me dating slash love advice, unprompted, completely, and then told me to tell my brothers. <laughs> oh my gosh! We spent like thirty minutes talking about the craziness of girls being manipulative, and then talking about trees and what he cut down and because they were literally dead and they were touching the ground so he would cut them the rest of the way so we could use them for firewood whenever we want to. And then also, um, I'm gonna get me some Nicodines. Cause I, I was listening to a VOD and I'm like, hmm, I haven't had Mickey D's in a while. Let's go get me some Mickey D's. So I'm gonna go get me some Mickey D's. Get me some, I don't know what I'm gonna get yet. I probably get, I wanna get an old, my new, new old classic in the sense of getting a chicken sandwich with the, the spicy chicken sandwich with the lettuce and tomato and the pickles and stuff. Get two large fries and a drink. That's what I sort of want to get, but uh, I don't know. I might get. I might just get a twenty piece and get two large fries and four honey mustards and, and a large caramel frappe. That's what I might get. I don't really know yet. By now, I gotta get into traffic. Um. 
and uh okay last night I binge caught up with the with Attack on Titans final season to where spoilers if you're not caught up uh, Aaron is on his literally on his way to annihilate the rest of the world and and the and the and the remaining remnants of the city <coughs> took out the rest of the uh, has taken out the rest of the uh, of the titans that are not being controlled uh, by Aaron. Man, that, those episodes are tense. Oh yeah, I forgot about I forgot about the the combo meal stuff that they're doing. I forgot about that. Um, okay, where was I left off? I can't remember, but oh well. Um. to get up two six-piece chicken nuggets, two large fries, and a spicy chicken sandwich with a caramel frappe and a large, a large caramel frappe and a large uh, Dr. Pepper. Yes, that may seem a lot for one person, but I'm going to slow roll and eat it over the course of the rest of this evening in the sense of a snack and all this other stuff. And that should hold me until the morning because I might actually finish off some of it in the morning. 
Also, I usually eat one about one big meal a day, and this is going to be my big meal of the day. Um, yes, I had lunch, but I did not have breakfast at all. Um, let's see. Uh, I've caught up on Overgeared. I've caught up on a couple other mangas and manwas. <laughs> reading a new one that I found called um, it's, a, it's a very long title I was a slave and now I'm going to buy me a slave or something like that basically this girl was considered a quote labor slave la labor slave and was treated okay but still pretty bad and she basically gets her freedom because uh, the person managing her as a labor slave. Oh, I forgot to mention. This is technically an isekai too. Uh, somehow she got transported to another world. Don't know how, don't know what, but she got turned in. Uh, she got, and in no explanation, she's uh, a slave. And... She gets denied, her customer denies her because she's too weak to be, quote, a labor slave. And uh, the boss person tells her to stand there for all night with no dinner and stuff, but she has to compete, she's compelled to do it because of the collar she has on. And then tells her to go to this one place to get her collar off then, then get and then get registered as a pet slave. She goes there, gets the collar removed, and then hold and and he says I can take care of that for you. He's like, she's like, no, I, I'll hang on to it. And then she just literally runs off out of the little city town, tiny city town. Runs into a um, no, uh, collapses. Sorry, I should not say run into. She collapses on this old woman's farm, not farm, old woman's house uh, property area. She's a medical witch in the sense that uh, she knows some magic and she makes medical potions in this fantasy world. She just collapses there. The old woman takes her and puts her in bed and feeds her some moldy bread and, and some lukewarm water. Uh, and then has her uh, take uh, do some chores and stuff around and teaches her bits and pieces here and there and stuff like that. And, uh... And then, uh... I want to say, I think she says it's about a month passes. And then the old lady, she she's in bed and she's like, get out of my house. I, I can't stand your face anymore kind of thing. And like the old, old woman Sundere thing in the sense of, like being an actual old woman kind of like realistic kind of way in the sense of you're a stranger to me I showed you kindness but I don't want you to see me die kind of thing and then um, 
she begs for she begs for to stay. She doesn't want to leave because she's she's the only quote more kindness than anybody else has shown her in that world. So the old lady says, "Fine, you can stay for one more week." She stays for one more week. The old lady gives her her uh, medical robes in the sense that it's a giant poncho with a hood. Poncho with a hood that basically may, may, means that she she makes potions and stuff uh, as a job title, and uh, gives her a giant bag of gold coins and. The old lady never really taught her anything about money. <laughs> and the first thing she buys is the map. She gives the store clerk one gold coin. She, he, the store clerk gives her her change. Because, but he, he does, she doesn't know the exact exchange rate. So she's like, hopefully this was right. And uh, so then she's like, okay. And then she, and, and in the process of buying a map, she meets an adventurer that wants to use the map just to at least see how, where he needs to go to go to his home base of operations. Because he went to the town that she's in right now to go see a, uh, for, for a job. And he's done with his job. Now he's going back. And he's like, she's like, uh, I would like to go there too. I don't really know what I'm doing, but can you escort me there? And he's just, he's just like, how long is it going to take? It's going to take. He says it's going to take five days, and it's going to cost you this much per day. It's like, okay. So they go on a trip together back to his home based uh, city, and then she learns that it's going to cost cost her 3,000 uh, G's not gold coins but 3,000 G uh, I think they're called guilds 3,000 guilds to enter the city without a uh, adventurer's license and it takes 500 G, uh, G's uh, guilds for um, with an adventurer's license to get into the city and she's like uh, damn and he and she when they get there she tells him I would like to go to a, a, a slave market and uh, buy me a slave that can fight because it'd be cheaper for me to get a slave that way I don't have to keep hiring adventurers to uh, uh, down the line kind of deal and and uh, She's only known pet slaves and labor slaves. She's never seen a criminal slave market. And, uh, so he, uh, so the adventurer guy says, okay, well, be, the day's not over yet, and your contract with me is still valid until the end of the day. So let's go shopping. So they go shopping, and then they go to the slave trader place, well, before they go to the slave trade place, they go to the uh, they go to an inn that he that he lives in. Tells the landlord, the lady, that uh, that she would like a, a room. Uh, they give this girl a room, and she says, "I would like a twin room." 
and he's like, why would you like to buy a twin? Why would you want a twin room? Twin room? Because he says, I want to buy a slave. Then that the conversation I just told you happens. They go off for the before the slave goes buy a couple things. Then goes buys a slave. She ends up buying a orc or half orc um, adventurer that um, got caught up in a nobles uh, scandal and got took got. Uh, who got who taken the fall? That's my assumption. The actual report was a quest went bad with a noble, and he was uh, punished for stealing uh, the noble's things and treasures and stuff. That was the um, that was the report in the manga. But what I can tell just by reading so much manga and stuff is that it's most likely the reason why. Uh, the quest went bad was because the noble was a piece of shit and uh, it was about to take the fall on something and made the adventure take the fall instead. Oh, and the adventure was already B or A, a rate, A rate classed. So, and he's also considered a demon or half demon. And he's got pretty little tiny uh, red and black horns that she liked immediately. And he was 250 dollars, uh, but 250,000 uh, gills. She has 700 gills, which is basically 700 gold coins worth of 700 gold coins or something like that. Basically, she has a stack of gold. She has a ba bag stack of gold coins. And that bag, which is supposed to be 70, 70 or 700. I think it's 700 guilds. 700,000 guilds is what is it worth is the worth inside amount of money in that bag. And she said, and the lady says, if you use the money right, this will last you at least three months, is what she says. And right now, she's about to spend 250000 of that 700000 To buy that uh, criminal slave to be her to be the, the, the thing and to be her bodyguard and that's and with the help of the adventurer that is still under a contract for escorting her is um, takes helps her take the slave uh, man uh, the uh, ex-adventurer man back to her uh, apartment room and plops him on the bed she gets on the bed and it's and it ex exclaims in a slightly loud voice it's so soft talking about the bed that she plops on talking about it's been so long since I've been a bed this soft kind of thing because she was from another world 
and she's been sleeping on nothing but hard dirt and ground almost the entire time of her entire life in that new world. And that's literally where I am right now. She, I haven't read any further than that. This is like the third or fourth chapter. Yeah, this is like the third chapter. Yeah, oh, yeah, third or fourth. I can't remember exactly which one it is. And I did some cleaning today, but also I feel like I got a slight splinter somewhere on my back of my stub of my hand. I don't know exactly where it is. It's like a fiberglass splinter. I hate those. But I can't find it. I don't know where it is. You know, I don't feel unless I rub my hand over it and I'm like, ah, damn it. It itches sometimes. how it was spelled uh, for the crap ton majority of the beginning of the damn thing is um, is caught um, at, at the point I am right now is that he is he's appointed in a duke position high, like a high rank the most high rank of nobleman you can before you become a uh, king. The king gives him an entire region that is basically nothing but a desert and a lost city, lost, lost cause area hoping that he can bring it back to prosperness. Uh, and so far he's doing a decent job at it. Him and his guild are doing nothing but uh they they go to the city, and uh, uh, Greed takes the long way there because he wants to go grab the swordsman. Uh, that like that's like uh, uh, Pergrama's successor person to help him teach him the sword skills that he needs, so he can uh, be an actual successor kind of deal, and then. Uh, uh, what was it? What else is there? Um, he, um, I want to say, okay, 
this city's reputation is gone downhill. There was an event that happened with these sandworms, basically tearing up an entire landscape, turning it into a damn desert. In the process, there were also vampires that would constantly raid the city and take people. There was a... There's a... Uh, and the lord that was over that city abandoned it and then an advisor was appointed to the city the advisor was a semi scumbag and but still trying to help the citizens with whatever the poor situation he had, but still trying to line his pocket. His money with pocket change kind of deal. A little bit. He also, there was also, uh, because the city was basically semi-abandoned by uh, the area that he was, or the city is, um, asked the enemy kingdom to help them out since they were slightly closer and and they, they said okay but you got to give us tribute money to do that they're like okay we'll give you tribute 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 money they do it but no real help real help actually came mainly because uh, the neighboring kingdom couldn't get past the sandworm because they're too high level and it was all nothing but NPCs and stuff. Uh, the what was the spoon I need? Probably in there. I'm gonna use this for now. Uh, Well, apparently there was one last contingency. Uh, a group of able-bodied soldiers wrote their name down or somewhere or something like that. And, um, which is the last hope of these fam last mending of family members and stuff to either, either get eradicate the vampires somewhat or to train and get help from enemy kingdom or to kill some of the worms well they have yet to return and it's basically they're all basically they're probably all dead but we don't really know at this point in time well that's what everybody's thinking anyway also The, uh,
I'm fixing my lunch if you guys are wondering what the hell that begging is. My lunch for tomorrow. And also in the process, he runs into his old starting location, and the Duke, not Duke, the Lord of the area that he was a part of, at the very beginning of the story, the very beginning first chapters, uh, sent Greed to look for a book or help manage this one area, and he finally founds the book. And was going to give it to him, but thought about just selling it or whatever. He just thought about it. He was still going to give it to the person just so whatever. Uh, just so he can uh, finally get done with his quest. But the Lord, the Lord just fucking blatantly basically banishes him and kills him outright just because he has the possession of the book, even though... All he was trying to do was give the Lord the book in the first place. The Lord just flat out, boom, kills him for no damn reason. And so Greed's got a giant grudge against him, but knows, and also at this point, Greed's grown a lot more mature and less um, rambunctious and impulsive that the the damn idiot, idiotic lord does and picks a fucking fight with him. And if Greed didn't already have his overgear stuff with him um, and the swordsman guy, he, he would have been dead because that lord guy is no fucking joke. But eventually, Greed gets up the, the upper hand on him and uh, the Lord guy's like, fine, name your price, you, I've lost, name your price and stuff. And so he messages back, so Greed messages back to his uh, booker, and it says, what's a suitable price to get from this guy? Kind of deal, in the sense of his reward or compensation or whatever. And the booker guy, Laurel... Tells him, okay, ask for his this son of his. And he's like, okay, this. I want I want you I want your son. And the Lord's even more fucking pissed and mad, but that coincidentally, the son happened to be following and watching the damn fight. <laughs> so he stops his father making even more dumb, foolish decisions. And and tells his father, think of it as I'm studying abroad and I'm com and, and coming back. Because Green even says, I will train your son and actually bring him back to you. 
Greed says that, and he did, and the stupid Lord didn't hear that part. He just wanted to fucking flat out kill Greed no matter what anyway, so it didn't really matter. And... And in general, uh, well, on the way back, just straight to the city area that Greed controls now, on the way there, they, uh, both the sun uh, the noble son and Greed both learn swordsman techniques from the swordmaster. And Greed just never learned the basics and stuff, so, but he's already extremely powerful. So the swordman says, I'll, You need to learn the basics and stuff like that, and then you're good. Basically, that's what Greed, he tells Greed. Greed doesn't understand it because he's a, he's an idiot and he's greedy, like his name says, and also is too foolhardy in the sense of his own head and prideful on his own, and relies too much on his skills. While the swordmaster's been teaching the Lord's son swordsman techniques, because the swordsman guy, who's also a mage, relies too heavily on his magic skills. Instead of uh, his sword, which can help him in a close quarter combat fight. And so in the entire process, on the way there, they're killing fucking sandworms on the way there. And... Uh, and because... And the only reason what, and Greed finally understands after all of his skills have gone off cooldown enough, and the Sun guy, Lord Sun guy, I think his name is Brocken, Brolin, something like that, and he he saves Greed's ass in the sense that Greed all of Greed's skills were on cooldown, and. Wanted to uh, all, all his skills were on cooldown, and he couldn't make hardly a dent with his normal attack because he didn't practice enough the basics of an actual sword technique. That he, um, that he got saved by the 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 Lord's son, uh, Brockon, and. Uh, and he's like, oh, okay, I get it now. I do need to learn those techniques and stuff like that. So he finally freaking learns that he needs to turn off aim assist of his, his swabbling head and not to use flying abilities when he's using a sword. <laughs> Shoes came in today. Boots, the new boots. 
There's my new boots I have on now. Literally the entire backside's got torn up through the I always smash the heels. Uh, and um, by the time all three of them make it back to the village, Greed finally gets run down to Moro, the bookie guy. And um, of what the situation looks like, what, what actually is happening, what's going on. Greed doesn't tell Laurel on purpose who those two people are, but their names, and that they're here to help, and Laurel puts him to work making farming equipment in the blacksmithing forge. <laughs> and um, Greed's like a little pouty about it and all this other stuff. And then, uh, and then the, uh, and so they put them to the plot. Laurel puts, puts the swordsman and the, uh, and the uh, noble got kid to work. And the noble, uh, the swordsman guy's like, we were both pampered. So this should be some good humbling work for us and good for our training for our swordsman's technique and stuff. <laughs> so with the farming equipment, the swordsman is literally clearing giant fields of nothing but pure rocky terrain and gravel and all kinds of messed up stuff and and, and also with the help of the sword of the young swordsman uh, the, uh, the noble uh, son Brockham. Uh, they clear it within a matter of an hour, which would usually take an entire day. Go up to Laurel saying, "You got more work for us, gotta do." Sure. Uh, can you clear this part of the land that we're working on now too? Like, okay. Whoosh. Done. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck? This must be some legendary farmer that the, my Lord Green has brought me." <laughs> and then and then the swordsman's like where's the water I noticed the, the you guys were also working on waterways where's the water so like we're, we're going to get to that but we haven't got to that far yet well he says well maybe I can help you with that Bam! and, he, and he, he uncovers an underground spring that happens to be under the plot of land that he literally just cleared in a one single swipe that they that the uh, Laurel's people was working on at the time, and they're all flat broke because they use all of the money just to get the stuff that needs to be there on the area and all this other stuff. And he wants to tap into Greed's personal funds that Greed is not going to give up. Period. Mainly because Greed's trying to use that to save his own fucking ass at home and in the real world. <laughs> and stuff like that. And a character from near the beginning of the of the of the entire series uh of Overgeared, a character comes back. Rabbit! Uh, a merchant guy who's really good at strategizing and stuff, but had to go to jail for a certain period of time because he was part of the corrupt uh, 
uh, merchant government that was in that uh, town area that he started at. Or, or sort of helped begin his adventure on. And that's where you guys are caught up with me on Overgeared. Uh, I'm just going to stop here. And I'll talk to you guys later. I'm Samuel Kilhall and Hallball. Signing out.